This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Exposed by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Thursday rush hour. James Golden, aka Bo Snurdy, with you here on WABC. We are the crown jewel of American radio. You want to be part of the program today? Do you? 800 848 WABC is the number to call. 800 848 9222. And, of course, there is news galore, as always. Never a slow news day here. I mentioned yesterday that Joe Biden is out trashing Republicans, in particular Senator Ron Johnson and Senator Rick Scott, claiming they want to get rid of Social Security and Medicaid. Guess what? Somebody went back. They found Joe Biden. We're going to start with cut two, Jason. This is what Joe Biden said when he was a senator of the United States concerning cuts to your favorite entitlement programs. Joe Biden at the time was advocating. This is when he cared about the finances of the United States. He was advocating a Total freeze on government spending, which would have been, according to Democrat parlance, the way that they calculate things, a cut on Medicare and a cut on Social Security. Let's listen back to what Joe Biden, now president of the United States, then Senator Joe Biden, had to say from the floor of the United States Senate. Go. I, when I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans. I meant every single solitary thing in the government. And I not only tried it once, I tried it twice, I tried it a third time, and I tried it a fourth time. So, Joe Biden tried to cut your Social Security and your Medicaid not once, not twice, not three times, but four times. Let's listen to that one more time, please. Edit. Mr. Chairman. I, when I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans. I meant every single solitary thing in the government. And I not only tried it once, I tried it twice, I tried it a third time, and I tried it a fourth time. So the man that's out today claiming falsely, and by the way, there's a big difference in the reporting. When Donald Trump was in office, the mainstream press like Washington, Amazon Prime, Washington Post, New York Times, 
they would write stories that would say Donald Trump falsely said this. Donald Trump said this falsely. You don't hear any of that with the with their reporting on Joe Biden. Joe Biden has falsely claimed in the State of the Union address and now on the road that Senators Johnson and Rick Scott want to cut Social Security. They want to cut Medicare. They do not. What Senator Rick Scott has suggested is that every five years we sunset all of the federal legislation, meaning if Congress wants the law, then they have to go back and look at it for a change and then re-implement it. That is not cutting anything. That is actually asking Congress to be responsible for the laws that they create. This is a total fabrication on the part of President Biden. Maybe Pierre Delecto will walk up to Joe Biden and say he doesn't belong in the office he's in because he tells so many fabrications. No, no, he saves that for Santos. There is other news today. This next cut that we have takes some time. We are not going to listen to the whole thing. But I want you to hear Senator Rand Paul speaking with a member of the State Department. Hearings underway. Let's pick it up with Senator Rand Paul. Go ahead. Mr. Chairman, it's estimated that between uh, 5 and uh, 18 million people died from COVID-19 worldwide. To a significant number of scientists, the evidence suggests that this originated from a lab leak in Wuhan. Does the State Department fund coronavirus research in China? Do we fund coronavirus? I don't believe so, but I don't know. I'll double-check, and we'll get back to you on that, Senator. The answer is yes, you do, and it's been going on for more than a decade, and it's done through a program called PREDICT and then the Global Virome. And why this is important is we had a million Americans die, and we really haven't had any discussion of this. No hearings, nothing. People are unaware that they're even funding the research. We found out recently through the House unclassified report that money is going from the NIH to American universities, to the um, uh, uh, the Academy of Military Medical Sciences Research in China. We are subcontracting money and sending it over, but millions is coming from the State Department. So the idea is this. We will identify all the viruses in the world. We'll be safer because we identified them. But here's the question. Are we safer to have some guy or some woman crawling down a cave 10 hours away from Wuhan, coming up with bat guano, coming up with viruses, and bringing it to a city of 15 million like Wuhan? This is what's been going on for a decade. It's a setup for an accident. It's a setup for a mistake. And nobody's doing anything about it. We continue to fund it. The main group that's been getting this money is EcoHealth Alliance, over $100 million, a lot of it through the State Department. They continue to get money. They don't file their reports on time. They didn't stop their experiments. And yet we reward them with more money. Fifteen million people died, and we haven't done a thing about it. Nobody seems to care. We're not even sure we fund it. The State Department's a big funder of this project. It's a multi-decade-long project, but there are scientists, as we speak, from Stanford, from MIT, from prestigious universities around the country. These are not partisans. 
Most of them are not Republicans who stand up and say, oh, my God, what are we doing? Bringing these viruses from remote bat caves to major metropolitan areas and with no controls over this. So we've been asking for information from the State Department because we want to know more about this. U.S. Right to Know has been sending FOIA requests for two and a half years, and they don't get anything. So, Mr. Chairman, I've sent two letters. Some of them are six months old now, and we get a, you know, whatever. We're not going to give you any information. What I would hope for is that we could have – people always talk about bipartisanship. Could we not get bipartisan support for records? This is not partisan. We want to know what the U.S. State Department is funding. NIH resists our our requests on their funds. Explain. things that we know for certain that have led us to believe this came from the lab that are big came because one was leaked, and this was a DARPA request. So the Chinese researchers in China wanted from DARPA money to create a virus that, guess what, looks exactly like COVID-19. They asked for it in 2018. We turned them down. Fortunately, we did the right thing for once. We turned them down. That doesn't mean they didn't do the research. And so many scientists had an aha moment. They saw this and they said, oh, my goodness, they asked for money to create something that looks almost exactly what we got. So in nature, you do not have coronaviruses that infect people that have what is called a furin cleavage site. Chinese said, give us money. We were going to stick a furin cleavage site to allow it to infect humans more. We found out that not because you let us know or not because the NIH let us know, they still resist. This is top secret. This is classified. This is a whole problem of classification, but it's also to cover up things. So we don't know anything about the 28 thing, but we had an illegal leak that went to somebody in the media that's now public that said the Chinese wanted to create a virus just like COVID-19 in 2018. The other thing we know is three researchers in the Wuhan lab and the Wuhan Institute of Virology got very sick with flu-like symptoms similar to COVID in November. We only know that, though, because the Trump administration on the way out declassified it. So we have to get over all the classification. We also have to be more forthcoming. And I'm hoping the chairman will consider looking at our request. These are not partisan. We want to know all the information about funding of research in China. We want to know the interactions. There were cables going back and forth between the State Department saying, holy cow, they're not wearing gloves. They don't wear masks and doing this research. They're doing it in what's called a BSL-2 as opposed to a BSL-4. Most of the research that we think escaped was not done in the appropriate lab. And the State Department knew about it, but we've had no hearings about this. Our State Department knew what they were doing. Fifteen million people died. A million American died. And you won't give us information. So what I would ask is look at our request. This isn't partisan. This should be about discovering the origins of this. The scientific community is about 50-50 now. And I would hope that we, we suspect the Chinese of not being honest and withholding information. But it's sad that the U.S. government is withholding information from its representatives. I'll take back your request again, Senator. I would urge uh, a briefing, uh-huh. perhaps in a skiff, with the intelligence community yeah, on a this. Secret, um, a secret, because as you briefing. know, uh, there is not a single view uh, about this particular set of issues. Uh, but I understand your desire to understand what occurred. We're asking you for unclassified information that you hold, not intel. I understand that. Okay. Now, this is at, at the end of this was a very interesting this little bit. We want to skiff. We want to hold this hearing away from the public. We want it just to be a high-level meeting between the senators on the committee and intelligence. Because, after all, there's classified information here. What have they not told America? As Rand Paul said, we, Senator Rand Paul, 
We have had one million people in the United States die. We have had countless of other lives affected by this, and they are withholding information. Meanwhile, the State Department knew that they were funding this research. Rand, Senator Rand Paul has been on Fauci from the beginning about this dual-use research. We knew. The State Department knew. This is not headline stuff, folks. It should be headline stuff. But as he said, nobody's interested. They want this. They've got the vaccine. It's making billions of dollars for people. They want all of this to go away. Don't ask any questions. And for someone who claims she didn't know, all of a sudden at the end of this, the little State Department representative saying, well, as you know, a lot of this stuff is, you know, we, we have multiple opinions. Well, I thought you didn't know anything about it. All of a sudden, you know that there are multiple opinions about this. We have been handed a bunch of ragged BS. While one million Americans and countless others around, well, that can be counted, and millions around the world have died. And to this day, they're hiding the information from you. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, 848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. We're coming back. A lot more to do on the show today. Back right after this. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurley on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Anyone who ever loved could look at me and know that I love you. Anyone who ever dreamed could look at me and know I dream of you. Knowing I love you so. Is it so 
Outback Rack. Egg to fry. One less man. 94 years old, passed away. Bird Bacharach. Composed the music for 50, 50 top 10 hits during his very accomplished life. These are just three of them. We could go this entire show playing Bird Bacharach's music. Music that set the stage for. The soundtrack of many of our lives. His first hit with Dionne Warwick, Don't Make Me Over, would work with such artists as Pony, Perry Cuomo, Dusty Springfield, Gene Pitney, Fifth Dimension, who you hear now, Herb Alpert, Tom Jones, The Carpenters. B.J. Thomas, Alicia Keys, The White Stripes, Ronald Isley. And the list goes on and on and on. Winner of eight Grammy Awards. Some newspapers say six, some say eight. I haven't done the research. Haven't had time yet. But either eight or six. And never complained about not winning something. Even though working with the greatest female and male voices of his era. He won an Oscar for Arthur's theme. The best that you can do. He and Hal David, these songs. These songs. They are beautiful. They are complete. Meaning they tell stories that are understood and felt in the heart. They're clever. They are musically beautiful. And the orchestrations are amazing. Bird Bacharach, an American legend, an American icon. Somebody tell me, please, where did he go? Why did he go? Tell me, how could he leave me? Ninety-four years old. How Bird Bacharach has left us. But boy, does he leave behind a legacy that will never be forgotten in the history of music in this world, on this planet. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdy, with you here on WABC 800-848-WABC. This is another one of his songs. That's another one of his hits, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Well, listen, folks, Burt Bacharach is certainly, I'm going to play a lot of the Burt Bacharach catalog on our Saturday show. 
So you'll want to be around Saturday. I mean, this has been a week. I mean, we had, as you know, these this Satan performance at the Grammy Awards. We had Madonna show up with her sort of weirdness at the Grammys. We had the, the, the Satan worship tweet from CBS that I believe they've taken down now. We had the Beyonce camp. I don't know whether it was Beyonce herself, but members of the supporting Beyonce Queen B camp whining because although she's won 32 Grammys, she didn't win the coveted album of the year. Burt Bacharach, eight Grammys, never once heard any complaints. Gratitude for the fact that his music was so beloved and accepted. I want to know which Beyonce songs people are going to be singing 50 years from now as a nation. You can, the nation of America can sing these songs from Burt Bacharach and Hal David. Let's not forget the brilliant lyrics of Hal David and others that worked with him. Even if you're born 20 years, 30 years, After these songs are out, you know these songs. You know their melodies. You may not know all the words. You may not have the kind of sentimental attachment to these songs that many of us have. But you know these songs. They are iconic. They are to us what Beethoven's music was to that era, that kind of classic. And there are very few artists that reach that pinnacle and very few composers. He's one of them. And contrast that with what we see with the so-called music industry this week. And I'll tell you what. What we see today on parade from the so-called music industry is disgusting. What we saw from the life of composers, arrangers, producers, singers in this era of music like Burt Bacharach, like the Dionne Warwicks, B.J. Thomas, Tom Jones, on and on, Fifth Dimension, Herb Alpert, Carpenters, Ronnie Isley. What you, what you, what you have there is unmistakably great. And I love to celebrate greatness. And greatness we had... And, you know, he grew up in Queens. Wasn't from Queens, but grew up in Queens. Went to Forest Hill High School. An icon, a legend. Bird Bacharach, one of a kind. We'll be back, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly. We'll be back in a moment. Raindrops are falling on my head And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed Nothing seems to fit Those raindrops are falling on my head They keep falling So I just did me some talking to the sun And I said I didn't like the way he got things done Sleeping on the job Those raindrops are falling on my head This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? 
you need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is The Rush Hour with those Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The voices continue. The songwriter, the same. This beautiful gem, another Burt Bacharach. I believe Hal David may have, I'm not sure on the lyrics, I think Hal David. Forgive me if I'm wrong about that. One of the greatest, greatest voices of our time, Luther Vandross. Bert Bacharach. A chair is still a chair Even when there's no one sitting There's a story that is disturbing in the news today, and I will tell you up front, please, I will beg your forgiveness in advance if I lose it. This is one of the most infuriating stories I have read in a long time, ladies and gentlemen. Employees fired for refusing refusing COVID vaccine labeled with problem codes that were sent to FBI. The stories at BizPack Review today is also to Daily BS today. The New York City Department of Education marked employees who were fired for refusing the jab with a problem code. They put a scarlet letter on them, in other words, that affected their ability to get rehired into other jobs. This is pure, vindictive, hateful actions on the part of city government. John Birch, an attorney with ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom, pointed out that a Particular religious leaders' feelings on the vaccine could impact whether or not an employee trying to obtain a religious exemption would succeed. But they put a code on these people so that employees were noted, hey, you got a problem with this one. This is a problem. So not only did they fire you, not only did they strip your benefits from you unfairly because you refused to ingest something into your body 
that is within your right to do if you think it will harm you or if you have religious objections to it. They marked you. They marked you. And the FBI, this corrupt government agency, this agency that's behind so much of the filth and corruption in government, the FBI, of course, is right hand in hand with it, violating more of the constitutional rights of American citizens. Many employees fired for refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine for religious reasons will not be able to get rehired due to being assigned a problem code by the New York City Department of Education. The people that made this decision need to be called out. They need to be fired. These vindictive bastards have no place in government. This is trying to hurt people so that their little left-wing, authoritarian, tyrannical, political ideology can reign supreme. Not freedom, not liberty, not the things that are your birthright as an American citizen. No, their ideology has to reign supreme, otherwise they will wreck your life and try to stop you from working and try to hurt you and your family. Every single one of the decision makers in this Board of Education who are responsible for this, and every single one of these corrupt FBI personnel involved in this needs to be hung out to dry. They need to lose their jobs. They need to be sued. This is unconscionable. Meanwhile, your FBI has labeled some of you a problem. Scott, you're among the problems, or you could have been. How so? Internal FBI memo warns against, warning against people who practice their radical, traditionalist, Catholic ideology. So if you are a faithful Catholic... Now your FBI has labeled you a radical traditionalist. I think they were actually going after the people. Well, they say they're going after the people that practice pre-Vatican II beliefs. That's what the the fine print is there. And what are those beliefs, Scott? Well, aside from the Latin Mass, they did not... Let's put it this way. They're not real pro-feminist movement. So they have a traditional view of marriage. Correct. They and, also and, don't and like same-sex marriage. Role. Right. And like I, I, went, I went to one, maybe two of those services just out of curiosity, and the sermon was about how women shouldn't be ironing on Sunday. Okay, that's fine. That's orthodox religion. Does anybody remember the first words? Congress shall make no law. There should be no law banning people from the practice of their religion in this country. This is a basic tenet of America. And once again, here's the FBI with their corrupt, greasy, stinking, rotten fingers in the middle of it. I'll tell you what, I'm going to lose it. Meanwhile, there's an editorial board uh, 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 from the Amazon Prime Washington Post 
law enforcement notches a rare ransomware win. They have Merrick Garland flanked by his staff, two of his staff members, how they shut down one ransomware operation. But they talk about this is rare. They don't usually win. Why not? Because they're too busy attacking parents for domestic terrorism. If they dare show up at a school board meeting because they're on a witch hunt for people who want to practice traditional Catholicism. Because they want to fire and and mark people with a special do not hire mark if they dare take the COVID jab. These people are anti-American. They are anti-American values. They are a disgrace to this nation. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. The FBI has been corrupt as long as I've been alive. That agency needs to be swept clean. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly, WABC, coming back right after this. If you see me walking down the street and I start to cry each time we meet, walk on by. Celebrating the life of one of America's greatest composers. One of the world's greatest composers, our very own Burt Bacharach. On WABC, Talk Radio 77 in New York. Dion Warwick, Stevie Wonder, Gladys Knight. And so many others. Keep shining, knowing you can always count on me. For sure, that's what friends are for. For good times and bad times, I'll be on your side for Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. I walk along the city streets who used to walk along with me. Let's head to the telephones here on WABC. How much in love we used to be. Oh, how Wait a minute, what, what year is this from? Forget you. 
Oh, I don't even remember what year our fans got it. Like 60s? Oh, yeah, 60s, 70s. So Naked Eyes, always something there to remind me, is a remake? Yes. I had no idea. Wow. That's incredible. I had no idea that was a remake. Yeah, and there's so many. I mean, his songs are so well covered. Nancy in Westchester, how are you? Thank you for waiting. Oh, thank you for taking my call. James, this has been wonderful listening to it, and thank you so much for playing those songs. And my question to you, you know, it, there's so much class. Where did it go? <laughs> Why is it gone? Well, here's one answer. Some of the class appears to be gone because of who the major record labels decide are worthy to be stars. So when you get a bunch of gangsters wannabe, a bunch of criminal wannabes, and you say, okay, you're the next generation of stars, there's not going to be any class from it. When you get a bunch of entitled people that think just because they have success in their career, for instance, they should win the best record of the year because they're entitled to it, there's no class because the individual is lacking a certain amount of either gratitude or whatever. So it's the people. Burt Bacharach was a classy guy. A lot of these people were, and, and by the way, there were some snakes in those generations too. It's, it's not, and there are some still classy people around. But I know what you mean. The music, I mean, it revered women. They, you're, not, you're not calling them B.I. itches and everything else. And it talked about the real things that we all suffer through. The, the beauty of romance, the beauty of finding love, the, the, the absolute devastation of losing it. But it was told in such a way that, was, that everyone could relate to. It was beautiful. Well, the irony is that Bert Bacharach died just uh, days after the uh, Grammy, which I didn't watch. I read about it. <laughs> but, you and know, I, I mean, that's yeah. the slowest <laughs> Yeah, who wants to yeah. sit down and watch a bunch of devil worship on a major network? Nancy, thank you for the call. Where's the class? Oh, you are? Yeah. Yeah, where's the class? Devil worship on the Grammys. Yeah. Let's see. Allen, Orange County, New York. You're up next. Hey, Bo, how are you? Great. Okay, so in, in talking about the, uh, the New York City uh, firing and not rehiring the workers, we were forced to take, or they were forced to take, a medical treatment against their will, which is in direct violation of the Nuremberg Protocols, number one, and number two, I believe it's 18 United States Code 1983 in violation of our uh, protected rights. And no one's doing anything about it. Well, there are some groups now that are stepping up, like this one group that's suing and uncovering some of this stuff. This, but look, you're right, in turn, and, and I don't know whether you heard Rand Paul. People are still ignoring the fact that our very own State Department appears to have been funding a disease that looked very much like COVID. Or they didn't fund it, but, they, but Wuhan came out with the disease anyway. But we have been funding some of this gain-of-function research overseas. And there's nothing. Rand Paul's out there with just very few other people. Ron Johnson is on this, Senator Ron Johnson. But if you look, this should be a number one Senate agenda item, and in the House, too. And it's not. So well, let, me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you feel you were talking about you know the religious aspect of it? 
I kind of feel that this mandate and, uh, you know, the treatment that we're getting from the FBI and uh, the DOJ, could that be likened to the mark of the beast in the book of Revelation? If you have to ask the question, you've already answered it. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Tony, Orangeburg, New York. You're up next. Uh, hey, Bo. Awesome. You're awesome with your music, man. you got to get your own show. Uh, or music. Your hours, you can play hours of music because you're, you're great. Thank you. I really, I really enjoy it. And uh, Burt Bacharach uh, is uh, one of my, you know, what can you say? It's a uh, giant. And uh, Dionne Warwick, special place in my heart for her music. But uh, fast forward into the uh, mid to late 90s, he did an album with Elvis Costello. Absolutely. And, and you know, uh, he also, at, and in the 2000s, he did one with Ronnie Isley, who wanted to sing some of his hits, too. And that record by Elvis Costello did well. Maybe we can find some of that, uh, Tony. Thanks for bringing that up. And maybe we can play that on um, on our Saturday show. There is a story, my friends, and I'm going to tell you this is another don't eat while you listen to it. I'm going to hold it until tomorrow. Trans clinic worker blows whistle on appalling harm being done to children. A worker at one of these so-called gender-affirming hospitals has is telling now what goes on and it will make you sick literally what is happening to these kids I'm, i don't have time to get into that story today i will hold this story tomorrow and i'm holding a special story for saturday too for camille and i just want to take a minute to say something here in case i don't have a chance to say it tomorrow jen grod pay attention this show has been so incredibly blessed to have our, she's our everything woman. She does producing, she books guests, she comes in, she screens calls, she's done the board. She has been a one woman superwoman ever since the day I met her. And Jen Grodd is one of the most incredibly talented human beings in this business. Those of us who work on this side of the glass, people know our names, people know what we do. They don't, you don't know the names of the people that really put in so much work to make these shows happen. I happen to have, I'm surrounded by them. I have Jason, I have Scott, who's been with me. Scott's been with me since the day we started this. And Jen has been with me from near the beginning. And without Jen Grodd, this show would not be anywhere near where it is. You are a love. We love you madly, Jen, and we appreciate you so much. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed working with you so much. And um, it's bittersweet, but I will be listening. And maybe Jen's I'll call moving in. on. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, James. Saturday, we're going to spend some more time going through Bert Bacharach's catalog. This is another one.
bless and protect you and everyone in your family and your orbit. We'll be back tomorrow. For Bosnia's Rush Hour, God willing, thank you for being here today. Bye. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.